0: There. welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy
1: And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us,
0: as, as they, they should be. be. Okay. I do know that you love
1: Natasha Leone.
0: So loved her in Russian Doll that's on Netflix, which if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's really good. Okay. She has a new show that's a murder mystery show. Every episode is a different crime. And she plays like this um she, what am I trying to say? She was in Vegas. She, as one time was a big gambler. She knows how to tell when people are lying, like she reads people. Oh, okay, okay. And this ability mm-hmm. helps her solve these crimes. It sure. is so fucking good. What's it called? What's it on? It's called uh, Poker Face, and it is on. It's on Peacock. Oh yep, god, so I have to do another subscription
1: service. Yes.
0: God damn. I know. I'm sorry. But it is so good. And it's got really good cast. Like, um, oh god, what is that guy's name? Ben Benjamin, is it Benjamin Pratt? Um Benjamin Bratt. Bratt. He's in it. Okay. Um the guy that played Hellboy is in it. Can't remember his name. You're terrible at this. I know. you marketing I, I, this show I, is not great. I know. I've never been good at that. <laughs> it's not what somebody says. It's how they make you feel. So this show makes me feel <laughs> So good. Anyway, it's just a the two episodes that I've watched this far because they're like an hour long ep- episodes, yeah, are so good. Okay. Highly
1: recommend. I'm not subscribing to another streaming platform, but I
0: uh, it. But I love that you are putting it out there. I mean... For everyone. I'm still not on the Apple Plus subscription like Same. everyone else. Yeah. And I know there's a ton of shows coming out on that, but I'm stuck with the the Peacock and the Netflix and the Hulus and the... Bro, if it's not on Netflix or
1: Hulu or Amazon... It is not for me. Not for you? No. Because we got to the point where we were paying like $180 a month for all of our fucking streaming subscriptions. And I was like, we did this so that we don't pay for cable? Uh Uh-huh. This is fucking ridiculous.
0: And see, that's what I'm afraid will happen when we get rid of cable, which we do definitely need to get rid of cable. But we'll end up getting all of the streamings. Yeah, and it costs the same
1: amount of money and it's like we I still never know what to watch. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Well, anyways. But if
0: I ever get peacock, I guess I'll watch that. It's so good. Maybe it'll go on another. (laughs) Maybe it'll go to another platform. I don't know. It's so good. Highly recommend. Also White Lotus on HBO Max. Jennifer Coolidge. Anyways. Just saying. <clears throat> I'm glad we have this time together. Me too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Me as well. Okay. All righty. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> welcome. Um, <laughs> Shan, do you have any podcast news or no
1: no i have no podcast news all right
0: zero (laughs) we're just out here i'm uh, terrible doing our thing uh (laughs) bringing you the true crime of oklahoma of oklahoma it's fine okay well do we want to just jump into this true crime story i have for you today jump right in okay I'm here for it. Well, this happened um, almost 10 years ago. Uh, it'll be 10 years in July. We, uh, we've we been on a child true crime kick lately. Yeah. And um, this isn't as horrific um, as, you know, little Athena and little... Olivia Scroggins. Olivia. However, it does involve a child. It is a good ending. I wouldn't say perfect or happy ending, but it is um, a good ending for the child. So I'm going to tell you the story about um, the hostage, Zoe Keating.
1: I know nothing about this. Okay. I'm intrigued.
0: Okay. You'll know once I start telling you. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So this happened June 17th, 2013. Mm -hmm. Alicia Keating walked into a Midwest City Walmart with her two children, 12-year-old Ashley and two-year-old Zoe. Okay. So just a normal, like, they're out. Getting their groceries, yeah, just girly time, like shopping. You know, like we do. Everyone takes their kids to Walmart, right? To get your groceries, like everyone does, right? Basket full of groceries. There's there's footage of this whole situation unfolding. Oh, like security footage. Security footage. This precious little zoe you can see her like leaning back because she's two so she's in her the little seat part and she's like leaning back being silly her 12 year old sister's pushing the cart like being the biggest girl and as alicia turns away for a split second yeah 37 year old sammy wallace Reaches over and grabs two-year-old Zoe out of the basket. That's nightmare fuel, right in front of twelve-year-old Ashley. Mm-hmm. She it. You just see her watch this man like there's no. Yeah, the, what's like going what the w- fuck do you do like, with that though? She's just like, what? you know, she's like, wait, what? Um, like completely in shock and disbelief. This is even happening, and. To find out later, Wallace had just recently been released from a Texas state prison after a 10-year sentence for assault with a deadly weapon. Okay. Okay. So during Alicia's retelling of this nightmare, because for (laughs) up until a split second that she turns away from her kids, everything was fine. And then she turns back around, and this huge man... Is holding her two-year-old daughter, Uh not holding her like she's nothing, like he's holding her like a child, you know, like you hold a two-year-old, but he's got a knife to her stomach. (gasps) And he starts kind of spouting demands. At one point, none of this, still not ringing a bell? This doesn't, when was this? 2013. In summer of 2013? Yes. Yes.
1: I still had an infant, so I, I'm, I just, none of this rings a bell for me. Yeah. None of it.
0: Right. You, it might here in just a second. Okay. Okay. Of course, she starts, you know, after the initial shock of like, wait, what is happening? Uh, He starts to try to walk off. And at this point, she starts screaming for help, um, like pleading with him wallace to give her back her child at one point you can see a man trying to plead with him some people just scatter you just see people yeah they're like fuck this this is not for me this is going south real fast but one individual it turns out later to be a a pastor in midwest uh, midwest city he positions himself and his cart between uh Wallace and his only way forward. Like Like his only uh, escape route or mm -hmm. whatever. And doesn't budge. He's like, man, I ain't moving. I'm not moving. He just stood there. Like, wasn't. Wallace soon gives Alicia his phone and says, I need you to call this police officer. It happens to to be a police officer he knows in Dallas. Right? And you've just told a woman who you took her child and you have a knife to her child and you're expecting her to dial any type of anything. And she was like, there's, I couldn't like physically. She said in her interview, she couldn't like her hands weren't working. She was crying. Like she was, there's no way. Right. Well, within this time, all, all sorts of calls are coming into the 911 dispatch yeah all those people that scattered are like hey yeah some shit is happening y'all need walmart. to get here well this walmart just so happens to be right across the street from the midwest city police department oh that's fortuitous yes okay so within minutes they
1: so here's my here's uh-huh. here's my question because yeah. i've always wondered about this like if you're in a public place like that, like a big store, because I assume this was like a super Walmart, right? Yeah. If you're in like a big store and you have to call 911, what do you say? Like I'm in the cheese aisle? What
0: yeah. do you, what do you, what the fuck do you say? Yeah. Well, so you can listen to the 911 calls because oh. they are online. Pass. And basically this, these two individuals were just like, you need to come to the Walmart. Uh, there's someone holding a child hostage.
1: But where do you like? You're like, I'm between the pickles and the jam, or what do you, how do you, because that Walmart is huge mm-hmm. and you don't want cops just rolling up. Like, if they were in the front of the store, right. you don't want them just rolling up and like causing things to go downhill. If this person, so if you have to try to pinpoint your location in a Walmart, Right. this man is on aisle seven please come all the way in Mm -hmm. and like help us or what do you what the
0: fuck so i didn't hear any of that i'm assuming that once they got inside or you know somebody was like he's back there in produce like he's back there by the oh he's by the radishes right now yes so please head back there yes
1: something like that okay
0: right i don't know I've
1: literally always wondered, like, if shit goes down in Walmart and you're calling in, Mm -hmm. like, a man in the bread aisle has just taken someone hostage.
0: Yeah. He's still in the bread aisle. Or now he's moved to the pickles. What do you do? I bet they don't. I bet they're just like, we're rolling up in this bitch ready for anything. And they probably just spread out. Like, they don't ask what aisle you're in. They just know that they have to get into that.
1: Oh, I feel like it business. would be more efficient if you gave me a point of reference I mean, in the store. But I, that's just me. I just want to be. I, I just want you. it to be efficient.
0: I no. I efficiency is the best thing here. It is. But being right across the street. Yeah, they it, were just like we're was, g- we're walking over now. Yeah, we're running across the street. Yeah, we'll be there in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So basically, <laughs> the men that were in the police station at the time rolled their shit over there
1: yeah that's fair
0: so two of those men being hostage negotiators Mm -hmm. david huff and daryl miller Mm -hmm. okay within minutes and they like it cleared everyone out of the store Mm -hmm. except for at the time at the very start was wallace alicia and then the two negotiators they soon had to tell alicia you can't be here
1: yeah because if we
0: have to shoot him we don't
1: need you to be caught in the crossfire
0: well yeah they don't need the mom witnessing something that could potentially go very badly Yeah, yeah yeah so they had to take her away so it soon became just wallace and little zoe and then the two hostage negotiators, David Huff and Daryl Miller,
1: and the whole time this guy is just holding a knife to the baby's belly. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yes. Like this is the most fucking bizarre thing I've ever heard of in my life. Just wait, Shan. It gets more weird. Okay. Okay. So immediately they start to begin negotiating with him. Start to try and build that rapport, right? Like, yeah. What's why your are name? you doing this? You know. What's going on? What can we help you with? But Wallace just seemed to be getting very agitated with all these questions. Okay. Okay. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about hosta- hostage negotiators. Okay. And kind of what they what they do, or what the, you know, because I mean, you don't really get a lot of situations. Where negotiators are called in.
1: When I was young watching um, crime dramas, I thought that hostage situations were going to be a lot bigger of a problem than they are in today's America. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Much like quicksand. I assumed that quicksand was going to be... A much bigger issue than it actually has yeah. ever been for me.
0: That and stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. Like, we learned that.
1: I thought I was going to be stop, dropping, and rolling weekly. Right?
0: Weekly. But by God, we learned that once a week It's at ingrained in my brain, yeah. for sure. I'm just saying, tornadoes in the hallway at school, you put yeah. your head in, down in the... F- yeah. Man. Anyways. Okay, well... <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so let's talk. Off of that little... <laughs> dirt road, (laughs) Um, hostage negotiators were actually initially a part of the SWAT team and their whole purpose was they were used as a diversion while the tactical teams or the SWAT team set up to then you know, take out the
1: yeah, whatever. Get in get in a position to take out the target. Yes. Yeah.
0: However, the FBI then kind of was like, "Well, how can we actually use this in crisis situations where we can de-escalate?" And um so they kind of began this initiative to actually talk with and build rapport with these potential Suicide victims, um, hostage takers, mm-hmm. things like this, just mm-hmm. to try to de-escalate so no persons are injured, right? Uh they did say that the methods vary from police agency to police agency. They will work they work slowly. So there's no like we got 15 minutes to figure out your life. It is very um slow Mm -hmm. it's very much a they're going to ask the um hostage taker the questions and be they're just being the listeners they're just trying to figure out what this person actually needs okay so that they can resolve this situation okay peacefully in a sense and without people getting hurt yeah right that's the goal Um, most of the time it's just about these people wanting to be heard. Okay. Right? So, they do say, however, um, that the chance that something bad will happen is greatest between 15 and 45 minutes into the situation.
1: Fucking Christ. Yeah. They've pinpointed that that's the...
0: That's the – that's go time, basically? Yeah. That's when the worst of – the worst can potentially happen. Okay. It's between those times. So the four approaches to hostage situations are, one, contain, isolate, and negotiate. Okay. So they got this guy contained. They got him isolated. They've cleared out this whole thing, right? And now they're negotiating. Like, let's get to know each other, right? Uh huh. And then second is contain and demand a surrender, which I feel like there's been a few uh, situations recently where men have taken their families hostage in homes recently. Yeah, yeah. And it's more of a demand surrender type of situation. And then the third is chemical agents to force a surrender. Okay. Like tear gas, like mm -hmm. shooting tear gas and stuff like that. And then the fourth is to use the SWAT or the tactical team to go in. Okay. But um, that's like the last option. Right. Right. I did read something, too, that said that the crisis negotiators, so these are like four people um, that are – suicidal yeah that are in like mental health crisis mental health crisis that after um branch davidian and ruby ridge like Mm -hmm. there was a huge outcry on this could have been handled completely different (laughs) hey 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 um if we would have had someone that could have you know tried to negotiate better with these individuals or maybe talked with them a little more man you know what? Yeah, t- totally. I agree. I uh, mm. That's a whole that's
1: that is a fucking rabbit hole that what? has no correct uh there is no right answer. That is a rabbit hole that comes out with no right
0: answer. It's true because both of those situations were just a uh, Yeah. I Mm. Yeah. Just, just a bad deal. That being said, crisis negotiators, when it comes to suicidal situations, 100% a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And Or mental. Mental health intervention in some sort of way. Yes, yeah. because there have been people um, taken into custody or killed when. If there would have been a crisis person, negotiator on hand, to try to de-escalate and calm mm-hmm. um, all parties, mm-hmm. things could have turned out a lot differently. Yeah. I honestly believe that. Yeah. Um. All sorts of arguments for both sides. Yes. Yeah. When it comes to suicidal people, I just really think you need to need
1: to have. Yeah, the SWAT team isn't the answer. Nope.
0: Not but, at all. Mm-mm,
1: that. <laughs> Not at all. Until you have another op- option of actual mental health response teams. There's, it, it's the cops. The cops are, yeah. Who they who gets in? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So,
0: anywho, to be able to become a actual hostage negotiator. You need at least five years of operational police experience. So you have to be a police officer for at least five years, mm-hmm. and then uh, it, the training takes sometimes two to four weeks, but it can vary and take months to years for more in depth. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to our story now. Okay. All right. So
1: overarching theme here is that these two guys that responded as hostage negotiators are. Uh, highly educated and they're experienced
0: professionals. Experienced professionals, and they have to be able to perform under very high levels of stress for long periods of time. Oh yeah. Okay. That goes without saying. Yes. Yeah. I feel like anyone in that type of position should have to anyway, and not be the person that loses their shit. Loses easily. their shit easily. Yeah. But theoretically, but hey, here we are. Here we are. Okay. So, Alicia has been taken away. Everyone was cleared. So, at some point, Wallace just starts almost talking incoherently. Okay. He's just basically, and from Huff's account, is just blurting out statements like nothing is making sense. Okay. So, as they're trying to talk, they. They're, like, trying to calm him down, saying, look, you know, Sammy, Zoe isn't scared of you. Like, she's she's just sitting there like, what's what's the big deal, right? Like, she's not scared of you. Let's try, you know, let's try to just hand her over to us. You know, they're, like, trying to get him to be like, it's okay. She's mm-hmm. not scared of you. Everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Just let's, let's. It's like it's a misunderstanding, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. Yeah. At one point he looks at the camera in like the, a security, security camera, camera. Yes. And oh, okay. says they're watching them that the Illumi- the illuminate excuse me the illuminati was watching them. George Bush was watching them. In 2012? 2013. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So okay. It, mm-hmm. <clears throat> And that he has more money than God, and he can get a Dallas police officer here within minutes. So, at this point, they're like, okay, this – we're pretty sure we're dealing with a very mentally ill man. Sure. And potentially paranoid schizophrenic. That checks. Right? Okay. 30 minutes into the hostage situation – they're by this, by this time, they've gotten him a chair. They're like, let's get you comfortable. Okay. Okay. He's in a chair, Zoe on his lap, mm-hmm. just sitting there. They're still trying, still trying to talk to him, still trying to get him to calm down. It just isn't working. He's just getting worse. Okay. Okay. He soon says, if his demands are not met, He's going to kill Zoe and begins starting to count down from 60 by 10s. So 60, 50.
1: What are his demands?
0: They never say. Okay, so, So, okay. Because he's not being coherent. Yeah, so it's just a bunch of nonsense, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Okay. They're just, the only real demand and the one that Alicia can account to is like, You have to call this police officer in Dallas. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So 60, 50, blah, 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 blahs, right? Huff knew just from all, you know, everything that's been going on for the past 30 minutes that if they didn't do something that Wallace would kill this child Mm -hmm. so he knew he needed to act fast he knew he needed to do it in a way that caused very little harm to little zoe Mm -hmm. all right and he said in his interview that he knew that when wallace got to five that he would take action action and when that time came the other negotiator, Daryl Miller, somehow got his attention to the left, to his left. Little Zoe was setting to the right. Huff was on his right side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when Miller got his attention to the left and Wallace turned his head, Wallace, excuse me, Huff took two very large steps to Wallace. Mm-hmm. Placed his gun to Wallace's head and fired one bullet, killing him instantly. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. Within, and this is all caught on tape. Fuck. Uh-huh. Yes. Within seconds, Huff grabs Zoe. hmm And you can see him spin around with Zoe. And he said in his mind... Once he had Zoe in his arms, he was just going to run to her mom. Right. Or no, no, I'm sorry, run to the, like, uh, paramedics, because he was like, I don't know if she's already been stabbed, because right before he, or right as he was starting this countdown, he moved that knife to her little throat. <gasps> oh. So at this point, this is why David Huff was like, he's he's going to hurt her. If oh, I don't no. do something, he will take this child's life. Right? Jesus. And you see him spin around because, in his mind, he's going to run towards the paramedics. He's because he's thinking he's the guy's already cut her. Like she's probably, you know, there's no telling what injury she's sustained. But Daryl, the other Daryl Miller, the other negotiator, grabs Zoe and just takes off running to for him, like takes off running to what we find out later is mom, well, to yeah. Alicia. But you see Huff. And it is the most um, humbling, I guess, and the most kind of sad, (sighs) whatever. You see him turn around and just, it gets him. Like, I just had to take a man's life. Yeah. And you see him just kind of, you know, how do I say it? He's just like not stomped but you know you could tell he was really like what just happened yeah he said he was just so angry that it was he was pushed to that point point. and you see him like really just kind of standing there because like, their goal oh, was for everyone to walk out of there yeah yeah yes um he was really afraid that little zoe had gotten hurt but the other negotiator I believe was I th- I think it was Miller came up and said man she's she doesn't have a scratch on her she's fine she's with her mom now um so Zoe's safe right they they do find out um that you know Wallace did have a history of mental illness mm-hmm. um however I'll tell you more on that here in a second when that initial shot was fired, when Huff um, discharged his weapon, Alicia, not being in the building or not yeah. being near her daughter, thought worst case scenario. Yeah. She thought they've shot her. Something's happened. Zoe's been shot. And she just lost it. Yeah. As anyone would, right? Um, But then she saw miller running at her with zoe who was covered in blood yeah but she was totally fine physically fine yeah physically fine the medical examiner would report that wallace had numerous drugs in his system Mm -hmm. um amphetamines methamphetamines fentanyl cocaine Opiates, PCP, barbiturates, and benzo. Mm,
1: Benzodiazepine?
0: Benzo, yep. Yeah, benzodiazepines. Mm-hmm. All of those in his system. So Damn. he was not, he was not lucid at all. It was very, and he probably more than likely would have taken the life of that child. God. Yeah. Um, In an interview with CNN, so CNN interviewed. Uh, a, a few years later, he did state that like the first year after that happened, he said, I did what most people, today, did, most people do and just locked it away. Like, I'm fine. It is what it is. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm fine. But he was not in any way, shape or form mm-hmm. fine. He had been a police officer for 26 years and not once had to discharge his firearm in another human mm-hmm. and was really wanting to retire with that. Yeah. Yeah. With that Without legacy, ever right? having to do that. Right. And so he said he felt like a failure because he wasn't able to save Zoe and save Wallace at the same time. Right. He didn't right? achieve his goal of everyone walking out of there. Right. Right. Uh, he said that you know he had people constantly saying you did the right thing you were successful in what you needed to do and he would he would just keep saying my success would have been both of those people living right not me having to take a life because you know he'd obviously was no longer in his right mind right um he did say in that interview that as he was trying to figure out a way f- to rescue Zoe safely without her being injured in any way was the only way was if that gun was on his head yeah was on Wallace's head yeah um but that's what worked that's what got Zoe safe out of that situation and um he did say that being honest about it being honest about how he felt about that situation and talking with people, talking with Miller, the other negotiator to also talking with, you know, other police officers. And then, you know, just talking about that experience helped him work through it. And he said, going through the emotions of it all was what really helped him heal Mm -hmm. um, through it. And, You know, I'm going to find whatever story I can about letting your emotions help, (laughs) like working through those emotions and feeling all those emotions to help heal. This was just a really bad situation that he needed to heal from. Yeah, Um, But that worked for him, was being able to finally at last, like, admit that he was angry. He was angry that Wallace decided to take that step that day, that Wallace, you know, that to take those drugs and then go into walmart he was angry with himself for you know not having or not thinking of another options and feeling like a failure um just you know all the emotions that i'm sure that situation i w- couldn't even imagine right you would go through and in the, in um 2016 david huff was awarded the medal of valor did you know that by president oh. obama Nice. Yeah. For acting courageously and without regard to his personal safety and saving the life of a two-year-old child. I did not know that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And the Medal of Valor is the um, highest national award for public safety officers. Nice. But yeah, he got awarded that medal. And... They did get to reunite in 2016, he and Zoe, and Zoe did call her, (laughs) call him her, her hero. And of course he was like, no, that's, that's just my job. I'm, I'm no hero, but obviously, you know, um, he was also negotiator Miller, but also those people that were just trying to deescalate before anyone got there and was like, Hey, Hey man, Hey man, Hey man. Like, you know. Kept him from going anywhere with Zoe because yeah. he was walking towards the exit and They were like, no, <laughs> no, sir. Like, you know, just wait here and just like not letting him leave that store with her. So, yeah, Um it was a.
1: I have. N- I don't remember any of this.
0: Ever? Mm-mm. Oh, Shannon, I remember watching it on the news and them showing, of course, in 2013, they didn't show. Like the whole, whole thing? The whole thing going down. You can see it. Which it, I'm just glad it's not movie quality. Yeah. Um, but you do see it. And um, oh, it's. I just, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I do. I remember. I remember it. And I was like, oh, my God. Just because literally they were just standing there. Not a care in the world. Alicia and her two kids. And literally you watch her turn to grab something. Yeah. And then you just see him walk up and just pick her up out of the basket like it's his own kid. And then just cradle him on his hip, cradle her on his hip, Mm-mm. and just walk off and and then poor little um Ashley is like, the fuck what what is happening with my sister right now?" Yeah, yeah, so
1: Jesus,
0: that's horrifying. it really is it really is, horrifying. and horrifying. You hear all these um horror stories about people on p c p and yeah. I'm like, oh, I I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine. So, yeah. But Jesus. Yeah. Well, so that's I mean, kind of short little story. That's a lot. But it was a lot to take in. Yeah, that's a lot. Shit. I know. That was a good one though. I mean, I I liked that it I'm turned out I'm glad it had a happy ending. Did yeah 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 but and she's okay, yeah, oh God, horrifying. But, I know it had to be rough for all parties involved, but oh, but yeah, anyways, that was that's my that's my um true crime story for this week, Shan, good job, shy, thanks shan if you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here. Like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget
1: to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod.
0: That's you are underscore, underscore doing, underscore, doing underscore, fine underscore fine underscore OK underscore, okay underscore pod. pod.